He sit back and watch for the bullshit. Cause you know what's coming. 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 Welcome to BS with Brian Simpson, episode 18 or something like that. Hold on, let me move this motherfucker. Why do I keep doing this? Every episode, I start with the microphone too far away. There we go. Um, not an interesting shit going on. We got, okay, I don't even know where to begin. But right now, the, the, the thing that's on the, the tip of everybody's tongue is um, R. Kelly. Everybody's talking about R. Kelly um, because Lifetime is doing a documentary on him. Apparently, is this is news to people that R. Kelly's a pedophile. Um, and I don't know. I mean, um, a lot of people are expressing outrage about it. And I just, I'm out of feelings about this just because I've been not fucking with R. Kelly. So I don't, you know, I I I I feel for the, for the victims. I had no idea it was so many, or to the degree. But I haven't watched the documentary because I don't. I can't. De- I can't deal with that shit. You know, I don't want to. You know, it's like my my opinion on him is already made up. So I don't need to watch like. Cause to me, it's like it's like uh, what do you call it? It's like torture porn or something. It's like I don't want. I don't need to be subjected to the sadness. Because it's going to make you cry. And, you know, the whole point for me of a documentary is so you can learn some shit that you didn't know. And it's like, I know enough about this. I don't need more information. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, I, I just can't do it, man. It's like when they, you know, but you know, the weird thing is uh, the guy that directed the documentary, let me look up his name because, uh, Surviving R. Kelly. All right, the guy that the guy that did the guy that did Surviving R. Kelly. What's his damn name? Jim, Chicago journalist Jim Derogatis, Derogatis, something like that. D e r o g a t i s. Um. No, 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 no. The documentary director's name is Lyric Cabral. Okay, Jim DeRogers was just a reporter that's been reporting on R. Kelly for like a long time. Um, but, but 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 what kills me is like uh, uh, this guy like released the names of celebrities that he asked to be a part of the documentary um, that said no, and just left it like like he what he was trying to imply was oh well they well then they're protecting R Kelly and it's like I think that's bullshit like th- you're making money off this documentary you're making money off this tragedy yourself you know what I mean and and you people not wanting to be a part of your project does not automatically make them for or against whatever your project is trying to expose or or bolster. You know what I mean? But so to imply that is kind of it's kind of trashy. See j- journalists, you can't trust journalists. People 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 that's out there that's like I'm going to expose the truth. Those people are fucking psychopaths most of the time. Not everybody. 
But 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 listen, if you if you know anything from history, it's that power corrupts. It don't matter who it is. It don't matter what you know. It, even even if you're uh, if you even if you're championing a good cause, it's like power corrupts, and that that includes you. Especially people that are new to power, and especially if that power is unchecked. You know, so so it's like you know I've seen it through. I've been alive long enough that I've seen it a million times. Somebody gets, you know, when I was in the military, somebody get promoted, their whole personality change. They got new, they got new responsibilities, but they also have power, absolute power over your life. You know, and some people can't handle it. They just abuse it. They just bored and they just come and fuck with your life because they can. You know, but that's just that has to do with wisdom and all that other stuff. But back to this journalist, journalists, a lot of them are sociopaths. They really are. And they hide behind the fact that the, pu- the the public has the right to know. But they really, they got nefarious motives. It's like all these fucking non-profits out here. Um, and non, the, the non-profits, uh, there's a lot of non-profits in LA to like deal with the homelessness issue and all this other stuff. But the truth of the matter is they don't want homelessness to end because they make making money. You know, it's just that simple. It's like, and it sounds like a good cause. It's, you know, it's soup kitchens and shit out here that like pass out sandwiches and, and serve Thanksgiving and blankets and all that. But these niggas making money. They get grants from the from the state, the county, the city, all that shit, donations. And please believe, like, like just because some, just because something is a nonprofit, don't mean they're not making money. It just means all their money got to go. It just means on paper, they're not making a profit. But but you you can start a nonprofit today, and say you're trying to save the whales, motherfucker, and you raise a hundred thousand dollars. Well, guess what? You can make yourself chairman and give yourself a salary of eighty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? That's that's what nonprofits do. They freaking all this money. The, the people on the board got all got fat ass salaries. Cause 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 I experienced this firsthand. I I lived in a homeless shelter for two years when I first moved to L.A. And it was run by a nonprofit organization, and I'm sitting there doing the money because you know they get grants from the V, they get grants from the state, the county, and the VA. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting here. I sat down one day and did the math. I'm like, wait a minute, man. What? Where's all this money being spent in this motherfucker? Because we don't got no toilet paper. We we ain't got no bleach in this motherfucker. We like, where are they spending all this money? Because they was making. I, I literally I sat down and I added up just if. Just the money from the VA, because I know how much that is. I know they get, it was like $41 a day per person, you know, and there's 40 something, 50 something of us in there. So I added up all that money. It came up to like, like three quarters of a million dollars. Now I know they get more money than that. Right. And then I turned around and gave all the staff and it wasn't that many staff, but I gave all the staff some ridiculous salaries, like, you know, $70,000 a piece or some shit like that. And anyway, when I did all the math and I and, and then I, I I overpaid the electric bill and overpaid the water bill, and when it was all said and done, it was still like two hundred grand left. And I and I was like, nigga, I know, I know, <laughs> y'all can buy some motherfucking uh, toiletries and uh and, and and cleaning equipment and all that shit. 
Anyway, it turned out that uh, the guy that was running the place was uh, actually uh, had relapsed and was on methamphetamines. You know, which is a whole other story. I got my as well. He he just came to work one day, um, and it was just clear he was on something. And he's around a bunch of people, you know, because people are in there for different reasons. Some people are in recovery. Some people have emotional problems. Some people just got financial problems. Some people got, you know, uh, uh, mental health issues. But you know, it's addicts in there. You know what I mean? So, or it's recovering addicts in there. You know, and so. It's one of them things where if you an addict, you can spot another addict, especially one that's doing your drug of choice. You know what I mean? It's it, that's why you can't escape it from moving by moving away. Like people, people try to people got a heroin problem or a meth problem or something, and they say, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna move from uh from uh Michigan to uh to uh San Francisco," and they get to San Francisco, and right away they walk down the street and they know exactly who do heroin. Cause they just, it's just it's like you develop a sixth sense or something, so so it's like this motherfucker came to work one day. I mean, fucked up. And, and, and if it had just been me that saw him, I would have been like, man, something wrong with that motherfucker. Like he is, he's he's on <laughs> something. Like something's wrong. But but being that there's other addicts there, it's like not only was his behavior so bizarre and out of character, but they recognized it right away for what it was. Oh, this motherfucker on it, you know. So anyway. We got a new director, and then guess what? Out the blue, new not just toiletries and cleaning supplies, but goddamn it, new furniture, nigga. Niggas got new mattresses, new beds, new uh carpet cleanings, nigga. Oh, we got a floor waxer, all this like all the shit that's supposed to be in there. You know what I mean? For people to just like be humans. Um, but that's what I mean. It's like all these motherfucking places is shady, bro. Like uh, so I don't trust power. That's and and maybe that has something to do with my upbringing or whatever. But I'm just against. You know, here's my philosophy. Fuck R. Kelly, first of all. So I I went on a whole big tangent about that. I'm not trying to defend R. Kelly. I hope it didn't come off that way. But whatever. Fuck you. You if you know me, then you already know what's good. So, uh, but 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 also. You can't trust everybody to come wrapped in. Like, here's my thing. You should always, always question, interrogate, push back against, scrutinize anybody that's trying to sell you a notion that will give them power over you. Any entity that's trying to convince you of some shit that's going to give them power over you, you should question it with maximum scrutiny. That's, 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 that's how I live. You know, that's what speaking truth to power is. And it don't matter if that power is trying to represent a good cause. I don't give a fuck what you represent. If you, who the victims are, none of that shit is like, as soon as you start trying to have power over me, then I got a million questions for you. You know what I mean? That's why I'm not religious. I just can't do it. I just can't do it because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, regardless of all the flowery language, the end result, the real world result of religion is that some other man has power over me because God talking to him. <laughs> and and I got to get the interpretation from God through him. Nah, fuck all that. 
I ain't with that. If it, if God want me to know something, he should let me know. If God is out there, if he's real, he's not. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know some of y'all believe in it. That's fine. It's a little silly to me. But that's why I started questioning my religion. I, and I was raised Baptist. I was raised up in the church. But, you know, I had too many questions that motherfuckers couldn't answer. It's just that simple. And that ain't good enough for me. Mysterious weight? Nah, that's not good enough. I don't deal with mysterious. You know, but but even but even when it comes to 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 uh, to any other sensitive thing, soon as somebody, soon as somebody start telling you don't ask questions, you need to walk the fuck away from that person. You know what I mean? Why can't I ask questions? What 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 uh what uh, what harm comes from a question? Because any 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 belief you hold is worth defending. It should stand up to scrutiny if it's if it's worthy of being believed. You should be able to answer every question. I mean, especially when it's some when it's one of your core beliefs, like a life tenant. You shouldn't be averse to questions. Now, I mean, now look, now I'm not saying you should let a motherfucker disrespect you. You know, because certain questions, you know, is a way to is a way that you can ask a question where you can just be an asshole. I'm not talking about that, but I'm just saying somebody merely questioning you shouldn't piss you off. Especially your religion. You live your whole life by that? It should stand up to scrutiny if it's worth if it's worth believing. Any any belief worth holding, I think, anyway. Um, but let me reiterate, my main point is <laughs> any anybody that's trying to have power over you, you need to question the motherfuckers tremendously. I mean, look, we do, we do, we do that with every other thing. Look, uh, look what happened to Brett Kavanaugh. That, ooh, Supreme Court is for life. When you get on the Supreme Court, that's for life. That, and that boy was under the microscope. <laughs> that boy was under the microscope. This nigga had to bring out his uh his calendars from his childhood, nigga. We should do everybody like that. You know, and some people some people got disappointed because he still got on there or whatever, but that's just democracy. My my thing is, why don't we do everybody like that? We should grill. You shouldn't be able to be president of, you shouldn't be able to be the fucking manager at McDonald's without them sitting you down <laughs> with that spotlight on your ass like, yo, answer for all this. Everything, nigga. That's, that's just me. I, I, I I've always had a problem with Authority, especially authority that doesn't want me to ask ask questions, uh, or or that tries to give me ultimatums. Like this, like, to me, it's so slimy to 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 do that. To be like, oh well, I asked Jay Z and he didn't want to do it. I guess he supports R. Kelly. Fuck out of here, man. How slimy is that? You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be a part of your project. You know what I'm saying? I stopped fucking with R. Kelly twenty. 20 years ago. I wouldn't have been in your documentary neither, nigga. And I'm I'm trying I am on the I'm trying I'm in the entertainment industry. You know what I mean? It's like what because what is the benefit of that? What 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 is going what is going to come of this? Uh, are, are people <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> are people are pe- cuz I don't know anyone that isn't aware of R. Kelly's Shit. 
you've already made your mind up. If I mean, if if it took if it took this documentary for you to feel for you to come to these conclusions about R. Kelly, then you ain't been paying attention. Cause see, I, now don't get me wrong. When I first heard, you know, that he was pissing on people, I didn't know how to take that. Because I, I was young and dumb and I, I didn't understand the seriousness of it. And then Dave Chappelle <laughs> made the piss on you video. And 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 I think around right around then is when it was like, oh, wait a minute. This nigga is really... This nigga is really, and then and then rumors started coming out. He had a sex cult, and people people was getting kidnapped from their homes, and you know, it's like I and so and I know there's way more to it than that, but I'm I don't need no I don't need to know anymore, you know, and you know, and I and I and I'm not saying I'm better than you, because some people are like, yeah, I, I need I want to see every episode of this motherfucker. <laughs> You know, and maybe you have, and maybe you have different reasons for watching it than I do, but I don't need to see the shit. You know, that's it's like I, it's like people that like to watch uh, uh, watch people eat shit on YouTube, like watch skateboarders like miss jumps and shit. It's like nah, I'm good. I ain't trying to see nobody break a bone. I ain't trying to see nobody cry, my nigga. I I don't need none of that. You know what I'm saying? I've had my fill. You know. Now look, if it was a documentary of R. Kelly crying, I could probably tune into that because it's just the way I'm. It's just the way I'm put together. It's like in in my brain, when you in that category of motherfuckers that deserve it, when when you one of them, then it's then my then I I shut off my my empathy. <laughs> you know, it goes away. Oh, you deserve this. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Not because you agree or disagree. It's like, no, nah, you did you did all that shit. You ain't remote. Like, you a monster. You irredeemable. That's what I mean. Once you irredeemable, I don't give a fuck what happens to you at all, my nigga. I could watch you get boiled alive. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying everybody that did a bad thing. I'm saying, you know, like, if, I'm saying if you have it, if you can't, if you are at the point where like there's no recovery, you can't come back from what you can't become a better person. You know. Now, who's to say when someone's at that point? I don't know. I think you have to decide for yourself. <laughs> but in my in my mind, once you at that point, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what they do to your ass. You know. Um, now. Uh, what 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 else we got going on uh this week? Um, I guess that was really the biggest thing, really the only thing. Um, but there there's a lot of uh, oh Louie, that's what it was. Uh, Louis C.K. is back. Um, and some and, and a lot of people have a problem with that. Now, this is under this is somewhat understandable. Some people some people feel like he wasn't gone long enough. Um, and he wasn't uh, remorseful, and 
you know, or, or that sort of thing. And 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 that's fine, you know. Um, hold on, gotta take my tums here. And that's fine. He he wasn't remorseful. Um, he wasn't gone long enough. And even when he came back, he didn't have a motherfucking uh. He didn't talk about it. You know, he didn't talk about. Um, but, but but okay, I, I'll just okay. I'll just talk about that first. One, I see a lot of people that they are they're assuming that he hasn't done anything to make it up to the to the victims. Cause, cause see that's see again that goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It's like it's like some people care and some people. Just want to be seen caring. You, you understand the difference? Some people care, and some people just want credit for caring, so they look like a person that cares, but they really don't give a fuck. And I'm always skeptical of people that that's like. Um, I remember seeing it was uh, a <laughs> recently. I just read some about it was the two of the two of the actresses from uh, Sex and the City. In real life, they fucking hate each other, right? And one of their one of their mamas died, or somebody close to them died, and it was on it was on Instagram. And the other one commented on that post and said, "Hey, my deepest condolences and sympathies." You know all the regular shit you say. And then the other, and then that actress came back and was like, "Bitch, we not friends. Don't use. <laughs> stop trying to use my family tragedy." To try to bolster your motherfucking uh, good girl image or whatever, you know, and I, and I, and <laughs> that's wild. But also, I feel you on that. It's a lot of people out here faking like that, you know. It's a lot of people out here faking like that. So I'm just, because um, uh, a lot a lot of people with the, the that are that are uh, that seem to be upset about Louis coming back and that he hasn't shown remorse for the victims they don't even know the fucking victims they don't know what he's done and they don't and here's and here's the thing they don't even care they don't care what he's done for the victims you know it's like it's like people don't care like with chris brown and rihanna that's a that's a big one you know rihanna's like yo that shit was my fault back off fall back because because none of us know what happened really we just saw pictures of her fucked up and 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 you know everybody was like real upset with chris brown but you know and and he and he ain't say nothing. And, and neither one of them said anything for years and years and years and years. And then just last year, she was like, "Hey, yo, it was on me." Woo 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 woo. Right? And 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 you know what? People still didn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like because I guess it's that it's like you all your clout. You don't want to go back and erase your clout. This in in the call out culture where you you get you get points for call outs. You don't want your call outs to not count. So it's it's one of those weird things to me. Like, um, you know, and and yeah, and it, I guess t- to me, if he was a smart person and he had done something, because he seems to be a smart guy, I, if he has done something for the victims, see, because what do you do? If you did something for the, if you did something for the victims and you publicize it, then that looks kind of, that looks fake. You know what I mean? And if you, but if you don't mention it at all, then it looks like you didn't do anything. So I I don't know. 
I, I don't. I think maybe he just came to the conclusion where he's like, you know what? It don't matter if I come back today or five years from now. It's gonna be people pissed off, and it don't matter if I if I say I helped or say nothing. It's gonna be people pissed off. It don't matter. If, it don't matter what I do. It's gonna be people pissed off. So I'm just gonna do what I want to do. Uh, you know, because I don't know what he's doing. Now, the controversy came from he did a set at a club and somebody uh, somebody recorded it and it was like controversial jokes in there. And I haven't listened to the set. Um, I mean, I, of course, I've heard about it incessantly. Um, but I haven't listened to it for, the, for just on principle just because I don't fucking support people recording comedians it's just that simple and i don't understand how other i understand how civilians don't get it oh, civilians i understand how not 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 comedians don't get it but as a somebody that if you do live performance it's one of the things where comedy specifically um there's so much work into it and this is not about louis for me you know, fuck him. I like I said, I don't cape for white dude, rich white dudes. <laughs> you know, like they, he's gonna be fine. Whether I'm on his side or whatever, he's gonna be all right. You know I mean, so but this is about comedians. It's like the, the person that recorded that set didn't know that he was gonna say something controversial. They was just recording his set, and who knows what else they recorded? Maybe they recorded all the comedians that open for him, and that's. <laughs> That's so disrespectful to a comedian, more so than a musician or whatever, because people don't give a fuck about hearing a musician's song over and over and over again. But so much of what we do is surprise. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah, you if you you if you hear a joke again, you might still laugh, but it ain't the same as the first time when you didn't see it coming. Because that's what separates the the great comedians from it's from just the average fucking open micer that walked into some fucking bar and signed up on a list is that the, 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 the comedians that craft the great jokes are the punchlines that you don't see coming. And so that first time hits you the hardest. And, and, it, and sometimes it takes months to get to that. You might have an idea and it might be funny that first time, but this, to tweak it and get it perfect, it's, it takes, I mean, it could, it could get perfect the next day. But sometimes it takes months. It just depends on the joke. It depends on your work ethic. It depends on, you know, all kind of other things. But my, but my point is, it's more work than it looked like. Because if you're one of these people out here that think that comedy is just people going up there and just going off the top, you fucking stupid. It, you know, because I've argued with people about this. The, people that don't do stand-up, they still, they still think their favorite stand-up does that. You know, like in their mind, when I tell them that it's not that way, they're like, well, nigga, you don't do that. But uh, Kevin Hart does that. You know what I mean? It's like, no, nigga, no. Nobody does that. Now, listen, everyone can. Everyone, and don't get me wrong, everyone does. People do go off script and go and can, and can riff off the top and all that. But no one's whole hour routine is just off the top. Nobody does that. It, because, and you don't want people to do that because it's not, it, they're not giving you their best. You know what I mean? It would be like it would be like you finding out your favorite sports team just don't practice. They just don't practice at all. They just show up and play. You know what I mean? And it's like even if they and if they win, it looks sloppy and you know. But but they're not giving you a performance. 
it's the same thing, man. It's like I'm I'm anti. I will always till the day I die be anti heckler. And the only thing, the only thing as far as an audience member worse than a heckler is somebody that trying to steal from you, trying to record your shit. And as a comic, how can you be for that? Just because this person happened to to catch something that you that you're opposed to, you know what I mean? Because people do this, people do this to like because remove Louis from the equation. People do this to comedians that you love. You know what I mean? They show up and they go, and and even though they get told, they get you know they see signs at the door. They they get told as they're being seated. Most clubs make an announcement before the fucking show starts. No recording, no no pictures, no none of that till after the show. And you know what that does? Instead of stopping people, it makes them more. It makes them want to do it more because now they they're gonna be one of the few people that have it. You know what I mean? Oh, I might be the only one that recorded this, so now I really want to record it. You know? Because I've caught I I've been I I was security at a comedy club for five years. And 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 I and I um and I uh I've caught many of people trying to record a set. I caught a lady and I don't even I just got lucky catching her because she had a very elaborately put together purse that was actually video recording my nigga. Like she <laughs> she had a fucking purse camcorder, like a spy purse. And the only reason I caught her is just just on inst like just my spidey sense was tingling. Just the way she was, the way she was handling her purse just looked weird to me. You know what I mean? But I ain't walk. I ain't walk up and just hey, what do you mean to see your purse? You know. But I, I I did a little a little a little roundabout and and caught it from my angle and saw the light hit the lens. Just but I was just suspicious just because she was handling her purse like I never really see women do. You know what I mean? So anyway, the point is, it's people that's that desperate to just get footage or recordings just so they can prove they were there. I don't know what the fuck the, the purpose of, the, of this is, you know? Um, Because, and don't get me wrong, it's like, if you go to a live show, it's like, if you, if you, go, to a, if you go to a show that is a real pro, you're getting their best. You're getting the best, you're, you're getting their material at, at, at where it's at. You know, but that but that material is not at its best. You know, until well, I mean, I guess it's never really at its best. But 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 every every comic wants to give the next audience better. That's what we do. We think of, we try to think of shit we think is dope. We try to think of shit we think is dope and funny and compelling or whatever, and we sharpen it. And every audience. After that, gets it better and better and better and better till it's ready to put out or whatever the fuck. So I'm 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 just I don't I'm I'm tired of these people getting a free pass just because they happen to be on the on uh you know because because you happen to agree with or because you happen to disagree with something that's on the tape you cool with the tape you you know it would be like somebody breaking into my house you know uh to, to murder out my family and then they and then they find they trip over some cocaine and call the police and the police show up and they go and they never go why why, why the fuck was you in his house 
You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, uh, you know that, that, that that's that's a strong analogy, but you you feel what I'm coming from. It's like why do you why do you get a pass? You still doing something fucked up? Just because you was doing it to somebody who everyone hates at the moment don't don't make it okay to me. You know. But what the fuck do I know? Um, oh yeah, man. You know what? I never do this. Uh, well, I do it sometimes, but um. Sh- I'm a, I'm, I want to I want to point y'all towards some of the uh, some of the other podcasts that I like. My homie Derek Poston and Hassan Ahmad they have a podcast called Spoil the Beans. It's pretty cool. That's where because um, Hassan lived this like weird sheltered childhood, and it's a lot of movies he hasn't seen. And Derek has seen like ninety percent of movies, and so they he like explains the movie to Hassan before. Uh, and then uh, and then they watch it and then come back and review. It's 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 really entertaining to watch them uh, interact and break down certain movies and stuff like that. Uh, my friend uh, Jessica Wellington and Felicia Michaels they have a podcast called uh, Liars Club. They they have guests come on and tell them two lie two stories and then they try to guess which one is a lie and which one is the truth and that's also very entertaining. Um, <clears throat> Uh, my friend Jaleesa Johnson, Jordan Colburn, and Allison Gill, they have a, a, a political podcast called Mueller She Wrote. Um, it's And it's all about the Mueller investigation and Trump. And they go real in-depth. Um, but they're comedians, so they're funnier than, um, you know, political people. Um, it's also wildly popular on iTunes. Um, and uh, So you should check that out. Uh, and I'm gonna plug one more, one more. Uh, let me see. Which one of these belong to my friends? Um, oh yeah, um, Unbothered by Ty Rivera. Uh, Ty is a very funny comic. He's a friend of mine. Uh, he often holds controversial opinions, but I like that. I like listening to people that I don't always agree with. Um, yeah, but it's called Unbothered. Unbothered by, Unbothered by Ty... I don't know if it's by Ty Rivera or with Ty Rivera, but, you know, you can figure that shit out on your own. Um, <clears throat> and moving on to our... Oh, yeah, if you want to... If you want to... Uh, you know, give me feedback if you just want to say fuck you, whatever, or hello, or you got questions, you want advice, I'll do that too. That used to be a part of this, but people don't ask anymore. <laughs> uh, you can always email me at bswithbriansimpson at gmail.com, bswithbriansimpson at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and uh, so moving on, the, the so the Black History Moment today is a real short one. Uh, but today, well, yesterday, on, uh, depending on where you live, the 8th of January, uh, shout out to the homie Paul Kruger for hitting me with the black history fact. But uh, uh, January the 8th, 1867, African-American men were granted the right to vote in my hometown, Washington, D.C. In 1867. Black men could vote in D.C. Black women could still not vote. So, um, yeah. 
Um, and I don't know exactly how it came about. I didn't do any research on it. Um, it's just a little, just a little, just a little nugget, a little, a little tidbit. Um, and I'm sure it was probably still very exclusionary. <laughs> So yeah, maybe we'll do a follow up on that on, on, on the next episode. I'm just gonna get back in the swing of things after the holidays. I, this is the first episode in like a month, um, but we're gonna be firing, firing back at you on all cylinders from here on now. Uh, yeah, so leave me some feedback. Thank you for listening. Watch out for that bullshit. Temper and all, don't care about sentencing. Quick to hang your ass to 12 piece like Mrs. Winners off hell, and I don't know where we headed. God with us, though. Bad chicks on the couch, that's all, Cindy. Yo, the way we take these white niggas out, that's lost.